fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Brief. And now, sitting in for Eagle Falcon, we have Fight. It is Wednesday, February 8th, and this is the Early Bird Briefing with Backup Eagle Falcon. This podcast is brought to you by Babbel. Get 60% off and learn a new language in 2023. Remember that language that you may have learned in high school? Why don't you try it again with Babbel? Click the link in the podcast description to find out. So uh, Eagle apparently has uh, issues with his voice and is uh, unable to record this podcast. So I'm pinch hitting in for today and we'll see when Eagle will be back. There's various things uh, that has happened. There's tech layoffs in the news. Dell is apparently laying off 6,650 employees, so about roughly 5% of their workforce. And this is due to, uh, they say, a decline in the demand of personal computers. Well, Dell itself is not really that great of a market force as it is right now. They've used to have uh, very good products. Uh, You will remember that Eagle likes to rant on about a about the Area 51M as well as the Precision Tower lineup. But generally, there's nothing really right now on the PC market and especially on on Dell's table that makes them really good. They're really generic right now. And it's very disappointing after what we remember about Dell maybe even five, ten years ago. Now, the main issue is, of course, is that the cost of living in in the States and everywhere else is is going up uh, by 10% and, and even more. So we're hitting that dreaded R word as it is. So... If people are looking to buy a new PC or workplaces are looking to buy new PCs, they're just not doing it. And that's uh, where Dell comes in and just uh, follows the rest of the tech world with uh, the layoffs that happened at the end of the year as well as in in January. So uh, there's just not much money to go around and that's causing Dell to lay off more employees, which will cause less money to go around. And that's uh, an issue that we'll have to look into. So apparently Bloomberg's Mark Gurman is uh, reporting on new iPhone. So Apple might be contemplating a new iPhone tier in the iPhone Ultra. It seems like that's uh, coming straight out of the uh, Samsung book of let's put a, have a baseline, a plus and an ultra out and then have the ultra be super expensive. Apparently they might be uh, uh, staged above the uh, iPhone uh, Pro Life uh, line and uh, they should be introduced in early 2024. Now the problem with that is is that uh, if they're re- going to release one then they most likely release one at WWDC at 2024, the earliest. And that doesn't seem unlikely because Apple hardly ever works outside of their uh, cycle. The other issue that we have is is over here where I am, uh, we generally tend to buy our phones outright or uh, uh, on a monthly plan. So we don't, we don't get the uh, uh, advantages of, of having a phone uh, uh, tied to a subscription. So uh, we can take our uh, phone and take it anywhere we want. I looked at the prices. So the iPhone 14 is now about a 1,000 euros up to 1,400 euros. The I, iPhone 14 
uh, Pro is uh, 1,200 uh, to 1,600 euros. And that would, if we uh, continue with that sort of lineup, then we get the, the Ultra in at 1,400 to 1,800. Of course, that puts it uh, in very much in line with the Samsung uh, Galaxy S23 Ultra with the one terabyte of memory at 1,800. So either they're trying to... Uh, work into the uh, I, uh, the iPhone space by having a uh, similarly priced device or they're just uh, trying to get uh, the corporate space's money because frankly somebody affording a $1,800 uh, or euro phone seems a bit outlandish on, on that aspect. So our next bit is about uh, the Final Fantasy XIV community. You still can't get a break, I guess, this year. And uh, I'm not myself involved with the Final Fantasy XIV community, but uh, Eagle is obviously very involved and uh, uh, has talked about it at length in Early Bird Briefing, as well as on the uh, longer format uh, podcast, uh, Eagle Eyes on Tech. There's a uh, plugin called G-Shade, or basically a, a uh, piece of software called G-Shade that uh, the Final Fantasy XIV community has, has used. And uh, G-Shade itself is a, is a fork of Reshade, and it's specifically designed to work with Final Fantasy XIV, and it's developed by someone known as Maro Satil. Reshade, uh, uh, or G-Shade, applies uh, post-processing uh, uh, to the... Uh, graphics of the game and makes it look dif different. This is used in Final Fantasy XIV a lot to make uh, very cinematic pictures or using the game uh, group uh, posing tools to get uh, something that looks uh, nice. And there's a community uh, involved around this known as G-Posers. And the pictures that Eagle uses in his stream background have been also been taken using these tools. Technically, using this plugin is against terms of service in Final Fantasy XIV, but I'm guessing because it's a, a, only a... Uh, cosmetic uh, sort of uh, tool that uh, the um, uh, it's not really in, enforced. I mean, if, if it makes you get nice-looking screenshots, it really doesn't matter. You're, it's not like you're cheating uh, at the top tier of, of, the, of the new content. So uh, this, this is a bit of a timeline over the past few months, and, and uh, apparently G-Shade has been putting a lot of a lot of updates uh, on its product and that's forcing uh, people to update the software and then uh, make and then lose some of their shader setting and uh, this doesn't exactly isn't surprising maybe somebody had more time but a few days ago a user named uh, not knight went and uh, tried to get the data from g-shade and then uh, work out and make a new open uh, source project called D-Shade. So uh, the original uh, coder, uh, Marrow, seems to be very uh, hurt on this aspect that somebody would go out and, and uh, steal from him. And apparently uh, he uh, got very hurt by this and thought that G-Shade was his licensed property, despite there not being a legal copyright or license at all. So G-Shade put out an, uh, another update and then uh, had a bit of stuff inside and Mero uh, put in code into G-Shade that forced your PC to restart wh when uh, you accessed it in an uh, interesting way. And apparently his, his response to this matter was uh, sort of quoting, uh, Anti-tempering code is not unusual in proprietary software. It is impossible to trigger that code by running the G-Shade installer as a normal end user in any fashion. 
you must call the individual functions of the app from an external third-party program designed to utilize its functions in a clandestine fashion. This was meant to be a lesson to you specifically about talking to, uh, taking this approach to the problem. Anything could have been in the payload and you would have been responsible for distributing it to people and triggering it. I chose a restart specifically because I wanted something that was still completely harmless but slightly more noticeable than a quick process kill. Consider it similar to what anti-cheat software does when something particularly bad turns. So apparently there was uh, two hours of going back and forth and an official statement was made by Marot that was uh, basically uh, seemed like an apology. Now putting uh, something like this in your software is not exactly nice and uh, it's nowhere near in in, uh, in uh, good things. So since then, the, the GitHub for G-Shade, where you could have downloaded the software and, and it, where it calls home to, to update itself, has since been closed and it's, the software itself is currently not in an operable shape. So this is, a, uh, for the Final Fantasy XIV community, this is a very big learning moment and it's uh, also about trust and how easy it is to lose trust. So G-Shade was the long, longest time just the tool that you'd use to make your Final Fantasy Fantasy 14 screenshots look really good because Final Fantasy 14 admittedly is is a bit old and it's not very taxing on your computer so adding these extra effects doesn't really make make uh, you know it doesn't really cause uh, real problems and and it really makes things look good and just overnight the whole project is now dead maybe we'll see uh, uh, the uh, project come back again but uh, hopefully it won't be with this guy uh, at the wheel and so if you think that uh, something is just too important or too big to die, like, for example, uh, Twitter, then uh, this is sort of a lesson is that uh, just a, a single bad move and a single bad actor at the helm can make, make everything go bad. And, and this uh, is proof of that. And G-Shade is now possibly dead and we don't know if it will come back or in what, what form it will come back. And this is a real loss for the... Final Fantasy XIV community as as well as uh, uh, for maybe some other communities that want to use uh, Reshape to, uh, to uh, make uh, screenshots is that will you trust the person that, that has made your software to uh, not be bigger than themselves. So this this was the early bird briefing with me. I, uh, I go by the moniker of uh, F-Fight or Fight and uh, uh, as uh, Eagle says at the uh, end of the, each podcast, stay safe, stay healthy.